realize the market pays for your passion, your drive, your energy, right? And so is it easy? No, but do you feel called to do it? If you can answer yes to that, then don't stop. Then there is continued growth in every inch of what you do that people are out there you know, looking for something that you're providing. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today, straight from her Zen Den. I have Kate Ryan of KateYogaRyan.com. Kate, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Definitely. Super excited to have you on as well. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Kate so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Kate specializes in working with women on their fertility journey. She studied mindfulness at Chicago State University and received her certificate in trauma-informed care from the Institute of Trauma at the University at Buffalo. Kate has completed John Kavat's Zen's eight-week MBSR course in the 100-hour meditation teacher training at Chill Chicago, where she also had the privilege of leading workshops and working with their most recent round of teaching trainees. Kate currently works from NAMI Chicago and guides corporate meditations and private sessions in meditation and mindfulness throughout the United States. Kate, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, sir. Thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get it awesome. Well, you get started with yeah. all the awesome work you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. So I started, um, I was certified as a yoga teacher in 2012. And right away, um, back in that time, maybe even so now it's a little bit prevalent, but it was really popular for yoga to have moved away from where it originated in the West in a seated asana practice and a little bit more of an internal work that was done. So here I was teaching in rooms really hot and sweaty and throwing the weights around and the music bumping really loud. And I knew that my students were burning calories, but I didn't think there was anything in the internal fire that was really working. And I didn't necessarily feel that there was a connection that was happening that might purpose their life outside of the place. And I wanted more than that. I wanted more from my students and from myself. Um, and I felt like I knew that that was possible. And so I started um, because I feel like yoga, yoga is um, a mirror for the world outside. In other words, we flow through what we go through, right? So mm -hmm. I started teaching my classes based on what I was going through in my life in yoga. And so if I was having a tough week feeling pulled in a lot of different directions, I would create a flow that would move me to the front and the back of the mat and forwards and backwards and all around and focus my students on being surprised and trying new things and working a little bit more internally. And I started to get just more responses from them, more connection from them because it was more coming from me and my personality. So I started to drive my classes in that direction um, and I felt that in the meantime, I was still continuing to search for depth within myself. And so went through the meditation teacher training, continued to find more opportunities through trauma-informed care to really speak to communities that had touched my life. And in the meantime, my 
my husband and I had been going through the fertility struggle ourselves up and down through failed IVFs and IUIs and the whole process that's so challenging and miscarriage and struggle. And at that same time, was I was reached out to by a women's wellness community here in Chicago that offers yoga for fertility, specialized. And I thought to myself, I don't know if I can heal this community. I don't know if I can do this. It's too close to me and it might be too painful. Um, but as a matter of fact, it seems like that's what I knew I was called to do at the same time, that Perhaps, you know, a child wasn't in the future for me and my husband, but I certainly have gone through this process in addition to all of the yoga processes and the somatic healing practices that I knew I was just the right person for this group. So now I specialize in women's wellness. Um, I teach yoga for fertility. I do mindfulness practice and private meditation and group meditation centered around healing and focus and clarity. And my life is so much more enriched um, than ever before. Yeah, it definitely sounds like that. I appreciate you so much for for sharing that. And of course, you know, giving, you know, your life and your, your gifts in order to help out so many other people. And, and what really kind of, I guess, connected with me was that human aspect of yoga and even business in general and life that we sometimes zoom past. And I love, especially how you say, you know, if you had, a, you feel like a topsy-turvy day or a back and forth, you decided to showcase that in some of the movements that you did. And I think that's so, um, I guess, appreciative, I imagine, for the people that are going through it, because when you have that type of week, you can kind of simulate, I imagine, some of those movements to understand that you can get through it, you can go through it. And sometimes that's just how life goes. You're absolutely right. And I think there's, although all of my students in the regular yoga classroom are not struggling necessarily with infertility and everybody in the meditation room is not suffering from the same thing, suffering is universal. And we are, you know, there is compassion that we are finding for one another through the process. Compassion comes from the root word pati, which means to suffer, and the prefix cone, which means with. And so as we find this idea of self-compassion, through yoga, through meditation, we get to know ourselves on a deeper level and therefore connect with each other on a deeper level. And even though I may teach a practice that's about balance generally, and we're falling over and we're on one foot and we're laughing at each other and ourselves, this is the beautiful grace and humility of everybody can understand that life gets out of balance and everybody can understand that feeling of shakiness and standing on the edge of something. And so, there's possibility in these broad universal themes that everybody can dive into. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think when we do drill, drill down deeper, and as you you know said so well, you're able to tell your story and talk about maybe some of the struggle things, struggles and things that you're going through personally, I think we can you know connect with somebody else, even though the struggle may not be exactly the same. The the fact that we do have struggles and, and we do have things that we wish were a certain way and, and maybe don't go the way we want them to go, we can, we can basically attach ourselves to that and understand that we can get through it because you've been able to kind of do it yourself. That's it, Rash. You're exactly right. And I think that that helps to connect us, to see each other for our struggles and what we're going through. We now, I think more than ever, relate to people who are real and um, who are telling their true stories out in the world and being their true selves. And so I think um, although you can pop into any yoga class and do a certain kind of flow, I personally you know, want more than that from my teacher and from myself. 
Yeah. And in true entrepreneurial form, you didn't decide to uh, tell somebody else to do it. You decided to do it yourself. So I definitely uh, appreciate you for doing that. It's a great reminder for all of us. And, and so I know you touched on the different ways that you serve your clients you, you work with. Could you tell us a little bit more about that and what you feel might be what I call your secret sauce and what you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Sure thing. Yeah. So I offer private meditation and private meditation and mindfulness packages so that you could do, for example, a 30 minute meditation with me, where then afterwards you receive a follow up email with lots of action items and things to try during the week that are mindfulness based around the meditation that we did prior to each um, initial client, I will have a phone call with them and we'll discuss kind of what, what they're going through, what's on their heart and mind and spirit, what they're seeking um, so that I can really uh, gear each of the meditations that way. I also offer private yoga classes and group yoga classes, and it's all through um, kateyogaryan.com, my website. I have that same Instagram where I'm, you know, reaching and connecting to people through Kate Yoga Ryan. I have a YouTube channel with lots and lots of videos of meditation and of yoga flows. For now, it is limited in that I have those who buy the $100 unlimited packages, they get access to everything. Otherwise, I parcel them out through um, emails and to clients specifically based on what they need. Nice. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. And definitely the different ways by which, you know, people can take into, um, you know, all the work that you're doing. But I love, again, how it doesn't become like a, a one-time class session. It sounds like as you talked about with your, your goal and your mission of what you wanted to create, it becomes something that you can do additional activities you can implement into your life. It sounds like and really start to not just, um, you know, do the practices, but also learn the lessons and, and all the additional things that sometimes we zoom over. You know what, you're right. And what the beautiful thing that's happened, even because I started this um, virtual practice during the pandemic, I would have never imagined that I would have a yoga community that knows one another and is bonded with one another and is accountable to one another, but it's there because I teach, there's a monthly meditation circle that I offer. And the same group of people with new people coming each week come once a month and share and reflect. And there's, I do a sound bath healing as a part of that because I'm a musician in the other part of my life. So I weave that in as well. And there are those opportunities through the monthly meditations and through the workshops to see the same group, to be with one another. And I think that community, it's unbelievable that we found it even though we're not face-to-face -face right now. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of reminds me of something I, I got as a realization not too um, long ago, like uh, you almost feel like you can't connect, you know, because we're not, you know, standing face to face. But in reality, the connection might just be different, but it can be just as strong, if not stronger, if you're doing it the right way. So I love that you've been able to kind of build that connection, build that community, um, because I think so many times we think that we can't happen because it's different. But in reality, it just might be different, but it still can happen just in, in, a, in a unique way. It absolutely can happen. And now I've got clients, you know, from all over the place, getting to know one another, talking about after this pandemic, we'll do a retreat where we'll all meet up and eventually be able to be practicing in the same space. And how beautiful is that? And touching on what you asked about the special sauce, I think we kind of talked about that earlier. I feel like you are the special sauce. Mm. I mean, you, you, you are it. And that is the thing. I mean, you as an instructor, you as a thought leader, what you provide is special because it's just you. And so the more you lean away from who you really are as a person, the more you'll feel that internal friction and struggle because it doesn't feel right because it isn't really you. And so I've certainly discovered that on my journey as I tried to squeeze into 
through a keyhole of other instructors and try to do what other people did or until I realized, you know, this is who I am and this is what I can provide. And with all of the knowledge that comes behind that, there's just an authenticity. And I believe that people, you know, they're drawn to that and they want that. And there's something really special about every single one of us that draws us to each other. And so just letting more and more of that out. Absolutely appreciate that. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? You know what I just kind of came across lately that I know lots of my um, colleagues out there already do, but batch creating content. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, using um, an app uh, or, you know, using a a platform CRM or something to sit down, um, you know, on a Sunday or whatever day that I've carved out, create a block of time and put all my content in, you know, my Instagram stories, my this, my that with evergreen content that, for example, is... I'm always going to say, you know, motivational Mondays and post quotes so I can fill my calendar for the whole month with that. And on Thursdays, I'm going to talk about a yoga pose or a meditation um, trick. I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell your younger business self if you were to tap into a time machine. Mm, yeah. So what I've kind of figured out and we touched on a little bit before is the market pays for your passion your drive, your energy, right? And so is it easy? No, but do you feel called to do it? If you can answer yes to that, then don't stop. Then there is continued growth in every inch of what you do that people are out there you know, looking for something that you're providing. And so standing in your own confidence, in your own power and speaking from your heart, teaching what you know, find your niche, you know, find exactly what it is that you do that's special to you. Yes, absolutely. Good vibes only. And so uh, now I wanted to uh, ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Kate, what does being a CEO mean to you? You know, for me, it means standing on the shoulders of giants and doing your truth every day. And so honoring the work of everybody that came before you, as you even mentioned, knowing that As a yoga teacher, I stand uh, rooted in traditions all the way back to different cultures and different places and honoring what it means to be still and sit. And then also knowing what it means to move and shake your body and get all your muscles moving and warm and knowing what it means to just sit with yourself. That being a CEO is stepping up and saying like, I have something to say I have value and I am here to heal. And so I think as we continue to move through the world, more and more people may step up and say, I have something to give to this world. And I hope they do because I think there's room for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I I love that definition and that perspective. I think we do all have something to give. And I think that uh, as we we talked about before, the more we do it ourselves, we remind other people uh, to kind of tap into their genius and tap into what makes them tick and, and what is their ultimate gift. So I truly appreciate that, Kate. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and to find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yes, thank you. So I appreciate that. I have, as I mentioned, a free meditation ebook. And all you need to do is go on to my Instagram at Kate Yoga Ryan, and there's a click 
the link right there and you can download it. Um, and that's a nice, easy sort of step into what mindfulness and meditation are. If you want to just like have a, a peek and also a peek into me and my philosophies and my life and on my website, you'll find all different types of packages as well as my blog where you can do some reading about my past and my history. Um, and I think in addition to that, it's it's really straightforward and easy to find me, kateyogaryan.com. I'm out there. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much again, Kate. To make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes, but truly appreciate you for your time, your work, and reminding us of how you know connected we are, uh, even through the most difficult times. But, so I appreciate all the work that you do. appreciate your time, of course, and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.